0: Welcome, everybody, to the
1: eighth episode of The Psychologists Are In. I'm Maggie Lawson.
2: And I'm Timothy Elmondson.
1: And today we have an incredible treat for you all. Dulé Hill is finally here. On this episode, we talk about his journey to becoming Gus and joining the psych family. And of course, we're going to focus on season one, episode seven, Who You Gonna Call? Lots of fun memories in this one. Enjoy. It's so good to see you by the it's way. Good to see,
0: it's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you Timo. Good to see you Mr. Hill. Mm-hmm.
2: Atlanta's making you look even more handsome
0: you see, you in the see. water. Yeah it's the uh you know I, I was trying to think of something witty to say but I. But <laughs> and it's called gain, gainful employment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we are so happy you're here to talk to you. Um you and Sean make Psych. And we have, we've now gone through, we're on episode seven. Yeah. So, did you rewatch it by any chance?
0: I did. I did. Oh, re- you did. Watch it last night. it ended- brought back a lot of memories.
1: I want to hear all your memories and I want to hear everything. Um, I had some, I thought some very interesting um, points in that episode as well that I feel like were uh, informative to all of our characters. But, I want to hear from you. We've been starting with everybody, uh, kind of from like the beginning and where their life was before Psych came to them, and then how it changed as it came into your life. So, so where were you when you first heard of Psych? The script, Steve James, all of it.
0: Uh, I was finishing up my last season of West Wing, and I remember my agent Dar Rollins hit me up talking about a script on. USA Network is a an hour long comedy, which seemed like an oxymoron to me
2: yeah. when I
0: heard it, but he wanted me to check it out. And I remember telling Dar, and I want to do more of a leading role, and I want to do a comedy. I don't really want to go do another drama because I I was new to, to the television world, but I was aware enough to know that West Wing was on a different level. And if I tried and to I'm... do another drama, it was only going to be a letdown. So I just wanted to completely switch directions. They came along with this, uh, with this script, at first I was like, it's funny. I think it's great. It could be hilarious. I don't know if the Gus role is for me mm. because because in, in the pilot originally, it was, he was tripping over himself so much, at least is what I initially had, had thought. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that week in, week out. And then Darby, being the great agent that he is, was like, meet Steve, see what his vision is for the show and this and that, and then them go from there. And, and then all, the other thing, too, is that I knew that Chris Henze was producing it. And Chris Hensey I had known for a number of years because he was Allison Janney's manager. So I'd known, I mean, Chris was a friend. I knew right. I knew Chris. Which now that I'm thinking about it, it's interesting how just the dots continue to connect.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm kind of digressing a little bit because I went from West Wing to Psych and I knew Chris Henze, and that was the link there. Yeah. And now that I'm here on the Wonder Years created by Dean Patterson, it's like, that's the link there. It's like, it just kind of dawned on me the, through line, through line. Anyway, through line, and that's the name uh, yeah. of their company. Hey, line. hey, look at that. Hey, shout out to Through Line. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is how we do look, it. look at that. You know, see we got that right up in
1: there. Right up in there. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, but, uh, you know, and once I met Steve and I saw like the world he was trying to create, I saw his energy and the like the light of Steve Franks. I said, okay, this could be a fun world. And I think if, once I knew the direction he was looking to go with the show and the characters, I said, you know, I think we might have a good time if we're allowed to do it. And look, you know, that's always the thing on television, too, is 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 the network going to allow you the space to find yourself. And thankfully, USA really did. They supported us very early on They gave us they gave us that window to figure out who we were as a show and how wide our world could be, how wacky our world could be. But then uh, After I I met with Steve, I came back another time and met Roday. And I never forget, I really thought, I was like, this dude is trying to tank my read. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what's this dude doing? Like, what are you doing, my man? Because, you know, I come from the world of Aaron Sorkin, where you say the words that are on the page. But when you were working with James Roday on Psych, that is not the case. (laughs) That is actually the opposite. (laughs) And this cat was all over the place. I'm like, what in the world is happening right now? But I kind of just stayed in it and... Next thing I know, I was working with all of you all. And now oh. here we are.
1: Oh, I love that. 15
0: years later. Can you believe it? I was thinking about that the other day. We did the pilot, you know, like 2005 or something. And the show came on in 2006. We're yeah. in 2021. I mean, I never thought, never in my wildest dreams that I ever think that we would still be talking about psych in 2021. Still be doing crazy? psych. Still have a fan base of psych yeah. in 2021.
1: We've talked about that so much on here. Just like how, you know, I feel like a lot of, People and and I think you've had long you even had a long run on a show even before Psych but you do create a family you do you do become very close to people you're working with but this I feel like has been something else like it really is a family and we're all still here and we're all still supporting each other and we're still making this show and I don't know I I I'm. With you talk about the light that is Steve, and I think that's such a good way of putting it with him because he brought that to everything in the very beginning. Right? You oh,
0: know? yeah, they always say that it starts from the top, and Steve Francis is such a joyous person, yeah, such a welcoming person, such a uh, non-confrontational in a way where he's not trying to overtly. Be rude or talk oh. down to people, and I think that permeated the rest the rest of the environment for the for the cast and the crew.
1: So when you read, or when you when you first had these reservations about Gus, did you discuss that with Steve? Was that something like going into it, you were like, "I'm just going to do this. I'm going to bring this other side to Gus," or was it something that that was discussed beforehand? as like, "I don't I don't want to go in this direction where I'm fumbling over myself every week." Uh,
0: I don't know. Once I was able to have the that meeting with Steve, it was Steve Chris. Henzey and Kelly Kolchak all in the meeting. But once we were able to have that conversation, I did express my concerns about, I didn't want him to be the, the bumbling fool, the bumbling sidekick, mm. you know what I mean? Always messing up, always doing something
2: mm-hmm.
0: stupid or whatever. And then I remember at some point, I don't know where in, where along the line it was, but there was a conversation. I don't know if it was before I met with him or afterwards, but it was, it may have been before. It may have been before. Cause I remember Dara asked me to read the script a second time. And they said, they're really interested to know like, what your take is on the character and how the character could be interesting for you. And I went back and I read it again. And then, that, then that's when it came to me. I said, this character would be fun to play if he thought he was the coolest man on earth. <laughs> he really, like, and he clearly is not. But if he thought that everything he did was like, I'm Billy D. Williams, I'm Denzel Washington, I'm so smooth, but, but everything he did was the, was the opposite of that, that could be fun to play. And I, and I brought that into the meeting and Steve loved it. You know, Chris and Kelly loved it. And then we started to find a world in that of like, yes, this cat, he still could be the one, like he still could be the one that's messing up all the time and having bad things happen to him. But he thinks that like, he's a player. Like, he's he a knows man. It. Right. And then, and, and he really took that. And as you see it with the series, they took that and ran with it because
1: Absolutely. you can't tell Gus that he
0: is not the smoothest man on earth. <laughs> no. You can't have Dean Martin without Jerry Lewis. Exactly. He truly is a play named Gus in his mind. But I think to everybody else, he truly is not. Like-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's also like makes him so relatable. Like you were so um, smart in that, you know, telling your people even early on, like I, I wanted to do a comedy because Dulé, you are so funny. And And you can see it throughout the first season. You know, as we say, there's always like the funny and the straight, even though the straight person is usually the reactor who ends up being very, very funny. Um, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to be reacting all the time and finding all of the nuances in the character and everything in that as well when you're when you have this kind of wild uh, character <laughs> next to you all the time. But you do it and then also bring this like heart. Uh, and like a really lovable side too.
0: I appreciate that. You know, I, th- I think you need to. I think you, uh... oftentimes like when I, like even with Psych especially, my goal was always the funny. What works? What is going to make this the best episode? What is going to make this the best scene? What is going to make the audience laugh the most? I was never really that concerned of myself having to be funny. And I think it's a dangerous thing when you are in a scene with all of it, like all of you all are brilliant comedic actors, if we're all there always trying to be funny all the time, it becomes a, a big, a hot mess. Yeah. I think oftentimes it's like people are just chewing scenery doing too much. Well, there's so no me,
1: humanness like, in that. There's no... Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: There's nothing grounded. As you said, uh, Tim, is that you can't have Jerry Lewis without Dean Martin. You got to have something, something that's going to ground the scene, ground the material that at least can give, I guess, the audience an entree into the world of, yes, this is wacky. And it's somebody who's realizing that this dude is acting is acting crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're but, the audience uh, in a lot of ways, too. To a certain
0: extent. But then Steve also said early, uh, I remember early on in those conversations, he said that initially he would pretty much do the same structure for the series, because I guess that's that's a formula of launching television. You kind of repeat the same story over and over again, the same dynamics early on. Right. But he said eventually he would expand things out where all the characters would start to have different funny and wacky things and nuances that they had. And he short enough, his done it. I yeah. mean, uh, as I look back, he did it. Because what's the what's one? Uh, Lassie's here. <laughs> you you uh, can't get any wacky.
1: Yeah, yeah, here's yeah. Lassie. You, yeah. can,
0: you can't get any wackier than that. No. <laughs>
2: no
1: that's,
2: that's I was going to say, uh, last night, Gus, I mean, come on. You where, where all of us find on that episode was just ridiculous. Just r- ridiculous. <laughs>
1: and that's why. And those have become, honestly, the more ridiculous. Those are our like kind of iconic episodes are the ones where we go nuts. But it's because you guys are so, everybody's so good. I I feel like our audience was already with us. So we like, we could almost get away with all of that.
2: It's still all about the relationships between these characters and how, like every one of those totally ridiculous, whether it's Here's Last Year or This Night, Last Night Gus, you really see, yes, it was dancing with Tom Foolery, but you really see the relationships continue to grow and yes. strengthen.
0: Mm-hmm. Most Absolutely. definitely. I mean, I really do appreciate USA for allowing us that space, though, to find that. Because I mean, it was there from the beginning, but it was over the time that we were able to just keep expanding the world, and they kept supporting us along the way while we tried to swing through the fences and do all these wacky, crazy things, which allowed us to get to episodes like "Here's Last Night Heat" and "Last Night Guys." Yeah.
1: I've asked everybody this. Did you know on the pilot? Uh, or have a feeling on the pilot that we w- would still be talking about this 15, 16 years later, or, or that it was even going to go. Did you know?
0: Well, well I had a feeling, feeling it would go. Okay. I mean, here's the thing: is like when you're blessed to start with your first television show being The West Wing, you have a very skewed vision of how <laughs> things go. <laughs> and look, I would know. And here's the thing: when you do, and when you do West Wing and then Psych, you have a really skewed vision of how things go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, I mean, I, for me, it was like, oh yeah, we're gonna do the Paladin.
1: Hold on, and then if you do Psych to the Wonder Years, wait, you, no, let's go Psych to Suits, and then see? Suits and then- to the one, then then but I mean,
0: I did have a uh, a TV show called Doubt that came in went right. that I doubt I doubt anybody saw
1: because <laughs> we got canceled. <laughs> I and saw you forget- on set or I saw you on the yes, lot that's right. on a lot. Uh, that's right. That's right. But
0: uh, but I, yeah, I'll never forget when, the, when that show got canceled. I said, uh, my post was, wait, are you telling me like you don't do a TV show that just automatically runs for seven or eight seasons? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't anybody tell me this? Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, uh, but going back to your question, uh, doing the pilot early on in the show, I thought that there was some, a, a lot of funny stuff that we were finding. I thought that Roday especially was really hilarious. And I thought that we could have a world to create something really brilliant. And my thing was always, if the network will allow us, allow us the time and space to find our world and find our audience who connects to our world. And thankfully they did. But the joke was always like in season one, me and Roday were opposite sides of the spectrum. He was, I mean, he swore that every call, every situation was going to be the the word that the show got canceled. (laughs) That's like most
1: actors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, remember we took that first,
0: that first three week hiatus halfway through the season. This cat thought, I don't know what's going on, but something's happening. Like maybe we're not coming back. Maybe why are we taking this break? This and that. But me, because of my experience, I was like, yeah, we're taking a break. It's no big deal. We'll, we'll be back. And what are we going to do next season? Like that was where my mind was. Right. Which is, which is also very interesting because it shows you how your own experience informs how you react in your present because we came to the show with two different experiences. So for him, he was like, the show was always ending. And for me, it was like, of course the show was going to go on because that's what, that's what you do. You do a TV show and it runs for seven seasons. (laughs) (laughs) You've already done 900 episodes
2: of TV. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs)
1: But that's also you, Dulé. You do have, you are very positive. You lift people up. Like you are, that is naturally, I think, who you are. Yes, there's been a lot of luck with, with, uh, and, and, um, the runnings of West Wing and and long shows. But I, I honestly think that is that is also you. You bring no, a lot you, of positivity to everything.
0: Thank um, you, thank you.
1: I have a question. Did you know in season one, speaking of that sort of like space and wildness with Roday, when you would go into some of these breakdowns and scenes with him uh, and the off book and, you know, because even I know watching him, a lot of times in the script, it would just say, you know, Sean has a psychic episode and then it would turn into some very elaborate choreographed, uh, dance, like even in who you're going to call with the,
0: with
1: the the book and the thing. And the, I mean, like, I, I was like,
0: well, I was like we, were, we were really reaching for some, for some stuff there. Boy. <laughs> but did, like, you uh, all, t-
1: did you know, or did he surprise you a lot of the time? Or was it, you guys did so much of that together. I feel
0: like. Yeah. I mean, uh, early on, I think he was surprised me a lot. I can't, I can't specifically remember with that book. Yeah. I think, I think maybe, I mean, I think it was like we were all there trying to figure out what what would be wild. What could we what yeah what could what could it be? I don't think that that was in the script that he took a book and did it. Uh, yeah, it's I Yeah. It is very really t- It is it is very funny. I was watching yesterday, I Said this guy is an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> I said, he is an idiot. Uh early on though he was surprised. He would see he would I uh, surprise me early on though. Yeah. With some of the stuff he would pull out. He really he really is a, 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 a extremely talented actor but it really as you go into a comedic actor he's really brilliant at what he does
1: yeah i love when he asked you to um hold his feet while he did sit-ups
0: yeah oh yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was another moment in there too where we're interviewing we're interviewing the person that we think could be the uh, what i guess was the ex-girlfriend oh yeah of frank Rayleigh. yeah and and he goes from jaws and she goes yeah why how did you know that <laughs> just the way he delivered because I've seen jaws. It was so simple and so subtle out was rolling.
2: <laughs> Delay
0: that's so funny. I think that was my biggest
1: laugh in the in the episode while rewatching it yesterday because I was like, oh god, it's such a good delivery. It's so oh, yeah. it's, it was also good. Um you said you it was bringing back memories uh for you who you going to call, which is uh, honestly a, a a pretty big Gus episode. Um, his, you know, we learn he believes in ghosts until, uh, we learn that as with a lot of things, uh, those were all pranks from Sean and their child. Uh-huh. <laughs> but even in, uh, in Scary Sherry, which is later, there's a whole like run of ghosts with, uh, with Gus. I was like, Oh, I wonder if this is where his, his ghost stories began.
0: You know, what I did realize began, I think in that episode was the inside <laughs> <laughs> did you hear it? I did. It was, it, it it was, was, it was very played, yeah. it was very subtle, but I was like, that was one of the first insides. On it was the like the, the emphasis on the, on the inside. <laughs> it was coming from the inside. <laughs> I did, it did I did
2: clock it and remember making that's not the usual uh gust delivery inside.
0: Yeah, yeah like it, it that was like the, the genesis of it all. Like it started to really expand from there. There was oh, a little yeah. bit of the emphasis, but not by the time you get to season seven and eight, then you know, it gets to the the, the ridiculousness of the inside. But yeah, I will and then although oh, speaking of the like uh the wrap-ups was not in the episode, which I do remember was how he came up with the where he was revealing he was running around the psych off. I mean the the police station, and he was crying, he was like, Ugh. Oh yeah, we- yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. There was a whole bit that we did that I slapped the mess out of him. He was like, My my sister, my mother, my sister, my mother. <laughs> Wait, and I was slapping. I, said, yeah, I don't think I don't think that was, was that in who there that you going to call gonna it. no it wasn't yeah. in there
1: oh my god that was so funny I remember watching yeah. that at the time from Chinatown
0: yeah. from Chinatown there it is from Chinatown Yep, that and whole bit is that whole thing is from Chinatown and I remember Roday talked about it and I went and watched the, the clip of it and we tried we re- reenacted that whole thing
1: I remember um, you were you're famous for your slaps
0: yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how to pull my punches you know what I'm saying <laughs> I do not know how to pull my punches <laughs> at all. It
1: was very funny. Uh, no. You guys were always very funny with all of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, memory-wise, what else is coming up during during that? I can't remember if we were having our game nights or anything yet. I was trying to think, like, socially where we all were and what we were doing at that time.
0: What really bugged me out was how young we all looked, first of all. <laughs> yeah. We all look- I was like, wow, that's, like, that's look hard.
1: how... That's painful. Yeah. I was- <laughs>
0: Not you, Maggie. You look the same. You look oh, absolutely the same, you, Maggie.
1: And I, was like,
0: I was like, look at, look at Benjamin Buttons over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I think we can all relate to this on some level. I also think it's really good to think about that and maybe try to reset some things going into a new year. I'm trying to do that myself. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. How nice is that? You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com/pineapple. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over two million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for the psychologists are in listeners: get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/pineapple.
0: I, don't
2: remember I look at these early the were... episodes and when the lights hits me in a certain way, you can just see the, the beginnings of the of the, of the salt sort of come out in my hair.
0: Come out, you know what I mean? But you're like fine wine, Tim. You're getting better with time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The salt, salt and pepper looks good on you, you know? Well, you know, I, I think you're way more smoother now than than season one. Who are you going to call?
2: <laughs> this yeah, is why we are friends, buddy.
0: You see? You had, a, you had a very Mr. Bean thing going on back then. My <laughs> hair <laughs> really was <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I, now I'm trying to think I mean I, I, what were we doing during that time oh we
1: were playing poker I remember we did a lot of like uh, poker nights we were doing I mean this is like when were we, we were doing all, mafia yet I don't think were we, we were doing mafia, mafia yet I okay. feel like mafia mm-hmm. came later but yeah this is when we were all like kind of you know hanging out and getting, getting to know each other and like we were I feel like I can see anyway. Probably, I mean, I see it mostly because we we know where we were, um, so I can see it in myself. But I also I can see like, oh, I'm getting I'm getting a little more comfortable by episode seven, episode eight. I think we just did. A, we just talked about weekend warriors too, where I like. Oh I, wow. Yeah, which is the another- allergies.
0: I had unbelievable allergies during that episode. Oh my God. Unbelievable <laughs> allergies. We're was- all out. It was all outside in the hay. Yes, it was the worst. I don't know how I got through that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still, to this day, I don't know. It was it was just itchy and sneezy and red eyes. And it was, it was just Oh yep. my gosh, I couldn't stand that episode You're because so of that. You're so
1: good in that episode, though.
2: Um, oh, yeah, you. it was very funny. I was thinking, I'll tell you how you got through. You got through because you were channeling Denzel the entire episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to go back and watch that one.
0: Speaking You're doing of, glory. like,
1: Gus <laughs> oh, being the glory. man. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, "You were oh, in that's it." That's funny.
0: It's so good. That is funny.
1: Yeah, you really brought all that. You brought all that. I mean, I'm, I'm love that that was your idea and that they, they took it. And I'm hearing so much of that in, in these conversations. Even we talked to Andy the other day too, as a writer, just like the space Steve was giving everyone, and like they, they would really hear you and, and let you do. Let you bring your own thing to
0: it. to it. You know, I always say, I always say if you get a bunch of people in a room together who respect each other's gifts, respect each other's talents, and they're going to give space for them to express their voice mm-hmm. and, sh- and share their gifts, something brilliant is bound to happen. Mm. It may not always be a success in terms of, you know, the public, but something brilliant is bound to happen. And I think Steve and everyone over there was very good at giving space for everyone to share mm-hmm. their brilliance, or at least explore their brilliance. And some things we would do that would turn into gold that would go on with us and other things wouldn't make it. But I think not ruling with an iron fist allows room for people to find brilliance. Yeah. There was a constant
2: sense of encouragement between e- each of us. Yes. Like we were all watch, really pushing each other and encouraging each other to stretch and try stuff out.
0: Try to try stuff.
2: And if it failed if it, if it, just fell flat, nobody nobody made anybody feel bad about it.
0: No, we just moved on. Sometimes things we thought were really great. Steve and Chris and Henzie did not. Mm. Like for example, going back to season one, the uh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, they hated that, didn't
0: they? They hated it. They hated it. And, of course, this is where me and Roday really connected with each other. Because, of course, it's much the more that they hated it, the more we kept doing it. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean, And it's not because we didn't like the fact that they didn't like it. it just It gave us a kick that they would get so upset about it. Yes! So we would find some way to put it in there. Oh, man. Because you're ultimately naughty children. It, yes, we definitely were. Definitely were. You know, I think if I'm not mistaken in this in the who you're going to call episode, you know, Corbin, whenever he's working something out, he would always go, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know what to do. I got it. I got it. Like if, it was, if we're trying to figure out a blocking with the scene or something like that, and Corbin would always do that. And I think that's also the first episode or one of the early episodes where I kind of took that either myself or Sean took that and added that into the scene. <laughs> so if you look at where we're coming up into the roof and I'm trying to move the roof off, I go, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That is a subtle homage to Corbin Burnison. Uh, I love
2: it. I and subtle is not a word we use a
0: lot on our show. Uh, you no. said what? You said what, Subtle is not a word we know.
2: No.
0: Subtle, psych, and subtle are not synonymous.
2: No. What was also the um?
0: I noticed this was the genesis of
2: Indian burial ground, which we also carried through to here's last in the second
0: movie. I didn't even connect. That. I didn't I saw, and That is true. That is it. I never even made that connection. Yeah, because Lassie was like that place was built on an Indian burial ground or something like that. Right, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. I
2: feel like that's been a recurring line of Gus's and Sean's of was this place, whatever the place is, built on an Indian burial, burial, ground. burial ground? Yeah, ripping up, ripping up poltergeist.
0: Which makes which makes sense though, because that prank that he played on me came from Sean. <laughs> right. So that's probably something that's been this, that has ran with Sean all this time because that was a prank that he played on me that I held on to. He All this it time. Thinking it. <laughs> yeah, that, he, that, he lifted, that he lifted from poltergeist. <gasps> yeah. Great the Great data Score
2: movie of course Sean would have loved that movie. Of course. But, exactly. And then, yeah, exactly.
1: it's he tortures you. Like it's crazy when I think about it. Like I think about how you've held you have this belief in ghosts from this event that happened. Then it's like he drugs you <laughs> And you're in right. like, your smoothie to get you to sleep so you guys can get to friends. So, like, like, why oh are my. we friends?
0: Why are we friends? <laughs> that should have been the sign for Gus right there. It's like, this is not going to end well. He's going to take you all over the place. Well, you know,
1: oh, it's so funny. Um, we have some fan questions. Fan question. When is Dulé coming on? Well, here he is, guys.
0: Well, I have the answer to that.
1: <laughs> That's a very hard
0: question. And I have a very easy answer Right now.
1: Yeah. Right now.
0: <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler yeah right. Spoiler out. alert. I'm just saying,
1: um, here I am. I kind of answered this for my side of it, but uh, what was your favorite line or improvised line from this episode?
0: The one that made it to air was the the Martin Martin Brody oh. line of, of yeah. James Roday. Yes. that was That definitely got me. But the one that didn't get to air was the whole bit about my sister, my mother, my sister, oh. my mother. I mean it was just so much fun to shoot it and that was one of the first times that we really started to figure out how to have you know have his uh, his psychic revelations involve other people yeah yeah you know, and that was one where Gus was actually playing along with it to sell this whole ruse of Sean strong being psychic
1: I remember it so well does it exist in a psych out or a blooper somewhere it has to
0: that, that's a question I have for you, psychos. You probably, you might know yeah. better than us. Is, is that on a, a DVD outtake or something like that? Has Maybe it is because it is, it was pretty funny and pretty wild. brilliance. We, t- we took it over to the, to the office there. I, yeah. mean, I can see it.
1: Yeah. By T-Fix office, you went around by T-Fix office, right? Exactly. Over by Lasseter's uh-huh. desk and yep. yeah. And who, somebody was on, up, like kind of pressed up against the wall and, and were you, you were slapping? Yes.
0: Yeah, he was up against the wall he was up against it. yeah slapped the mess yeah. out of him. <laughs> <laughs> the delay was the slapper. James was the slappy. Yeah, he's he's weird exactly. I, remember,
2: I remember watching it happening, watching it live, and then not seeing it in the episode.
0: Yeah, and it's funny. it's funny how memory goes because I always thought that it did make it to the episode. In my mind, I just figured it was there until I was watching it. I said, wait a second. There's a whole bit there that would, that's not there.
1: I assumed that was another episode because I always thought that was there too.
0: Yeah, no. That's that so funny it.
1: that I did not realize that was from this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, which is also,
0: if I'm not mistaken, one of the first times, because that's still in season one, where we started to really pay homage, uh, homages to certain films and things like that, because that bit really was from, like, pretty much lifted from a movie, and we started to like do that more and more as the, as the series went on.
1: I wonder if that's where this began between the Jaws reference. Um, as well, and and the Chinatown. Yeah. And working all that stuff in.
0: And shout out to Frank Rayleigh. We didn't, you know, we got to give a shout out to Frank Rayleigh, who's yeah, so, good. Frank. He yeah. is so good. He's so good in this
1: episode. He's like fantastic. I think
2: Frank was, Frank was like one of our biggest, big guest stars to come. Oh, yeah. Because and and by the time he, he came to, to do our show, he'd already done Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. He'd already done The Doors and a Swim with of Sharks I meme. Mean, so he was kind of, it was a big deal of an actor. And we got him to come up.
0: Your friend, Tim, came up. Why am I blanking out on her name right now? Season one.
1: Mercedes Rule?
0: M- Mercedes Rule, right. Yeah.
1: That was in, um, right. is that Scary Sherry? I think
0: that's Scary Sherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so so Frank yeah. came before then. Look at that. I hear that. That was, a, yeah. it was
1: big. I remember us all being mm-hmm. like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, you got
0: Frank Whaley all right right now. Yeah. And he came, he came and did a great job. A great job playing that role.
1: So good. One of my favorite bits is, and I, I was thinking about him because I was like, man, he had to sit there and cry for a long time. Is when he kind of collapses on the, yeah. uh, <laughs> on the, on the bed and he's crying, and you guys do the rock paper scissors, which also was that the first time. Oh my <laughs> god! And then it cuts to you, and it's like you're like two out of three, two out of three. <laughs> two <Literally>,
0: three <yeah. laughs> Sean just kept going rock every right. time he did <laughs> <on the> rock. <laughs> And that was not, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was not in the script either. That was something that we
1: oh, came up with on the day. That is, in it, it was one of my favorite moments, Might be my favorite moment in the, in the episode. And then when he, when you lose and he wins, the reaction as is, is ridiculous. <laughs> Meanwhile, this dude is on the bed, just sobbing.
0: Just poor, sobbing. <laughs> poor
1: Frank. He just had to sit there for as long as you guys worked that out.
0: <laughs> and that was like, uh, stuff we were finding. Early on in the show, too, was uh, situations like that where some ridiculousness could be going on, and then it's it kind of we would suspend belief a little bit because we would do this extended ridiculousness, but someone went to stay in their reality of of being hurt or not yeah. really realizing, like, what are you all doing over there?
2: I'm just trying to try and find out, we hadn't quite found it ourselves. Just, shows what an amazing job Frank did. Exactly, hats
0: off to you, Frank Whaley.
1: Yes, Frank Whaley, so 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 good. Um. Wait, we're gonna come back to uh, to fan questions in a second. I realized I wanted to ask you, Dule, as we've kind of asked everybody. Do you remember your audition scene when you auditioned uh,
0: for Sike? I do. I do remember uh, the audition scene. My audition scene was from the pilot, and it's when Sean comes to see me, and I'm in my office, and he wants me to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the dialogue right now, but I do remember. Yeah, he's that talking scene. you into
1: it. Is that the pineapple scene? It, it wasn't obviously in the in the audition, but I the pineapple scene where he no, says, no, OK, no, no,
0: pineapple. That's that's at the end of the uh, oh, not, right. that's, that's in my apartment. Right. But this was actually in my this is we talked about. I, I think we first mentioned going down to uh, like Mexico or something like that. We might have even mention the Wienermobile the first time there. <laughs> maybe if we talk, I talk about his 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 escapades that he's taken me on. But I, I, I do remember the audition scene, because I remember there was one part where he asked me to do something and I, and I in my audition, anyway, I was like, let me throw N-O up in the air and see what comes
2: down.
0: Oh, <gasps> No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I remember doing something like that in my audition. That's yeah.
1: Oh, I love it. That's so good.
2: I think of the scene you're saying how busy you are, but he clocks you're playing video games on a computer because... Cause what
0: you're doing? Oh yeah, the that's that's right. Yep, yep, oh, that's, that's right. You're that's playing, right, you're playing. Like, like that's right.
1: Space Invader. What are you playing? It's Some, like an something old something like game. that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Sure. See now, you all gonna make me go back and watch that too. <laughs> you know <what> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so now that this next day is not going to be productive for me, and I'm gonna blame both the two of you. You know what I mean for having me going back and watching sure and watching all these psych episodes.
1: <laughs> You're That's so right. good in them. As I've been rewatching, I'm like, God, so early on, so early on, you guys, it was so good.
0: It's a time capsule too, because first, oh, you know what else is in that episode? What? Uh the episode is is the uh, do you see his hair? It's it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the early and early versions of that as well. So I remember clocking that in the episode, and we, were, and we remember that for a while. <laughs> it's <was> horrible. <laughs> sure enough, and then where and then, did those yeah. come
1: from? Like where? I, it's so funny, you yeah, guys. We just like find these that. little bits
0: and and then keep running with it. Yeah, and then also, uh, I mean, you see your your collars, Maggie. I mean, it's it's a time capsule, yeah. capsule with the clothes too. Is. Was like, oh, like, she was rocking those collars. Du-lay,
1: du-lay,
2: du-lay. Like, like, I think you were in a, a taupe pantsuit with a big pink, uh,
0: like massive yeah. collar. Guys, yeah. what? Oh, this,
1: really? Why? Look, I was at the at the time, and, oh, and we about my hair as well, oh, and my little yeah. my little tendrils. <laughs> But you know, you—it's like the first season, and you don't want to rock the boat too much, and you don't want to say. But even I, a couple times, was like, "Okay, I guess this is their interpretation of me as a detective." Because uh, you know, i have talked about it many times where I said I felt like I was dressing up in my dad's suits a little bit, just because mm-hmm. I felt like uh, so young and and not detective-like. The opposite, delay I had—I think up leading up to that point, as far as like series go, I had only done comedies. Um uh to that point. So so being even seen as a detective and so I really didn't want to rock the boat of like these people are taking they've took a chance on me to do something different. And right, but holy moly, I look back (laughs) at some of like, Maggie, you should have said something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I watched it, I was like, that's a serious collar you got on there. That's a serious collar you got on there, Maggie. You're about to fly away. That's what you're about to do. (laughs) That bush that Rode was holding and that in your collar, they're about the (laughs) same. He could have just brought me in.
1: He could have just (laughs) brought (laughs) me. For real. Oh my God. Oh God. I'm so glad you pointed that out, Dulai. Oh, Uh, it's good. I think it was hot pink too. Just so you can't miss it.
0: Exactly. Casey, come on, let's let's make it pop.
1: With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen so you can spend it on your other resolutions with meals ready in around 30 minutes or less. Plus, quick and easy meals, including 20-minute recipes and low prep and easy cleanup options, provide an even faster route to putting food on the table. And don't forget dessert. Satisfy your sweet tooth with seasonal limited-time goodies like Dunkaroo's cookie dough or vanilla delight cheesecake. Mm. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality, and you can save on average over $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's more money to put toward those 2022 goals of yours. I have to say, you guys, I've totally tried this myself. It's so easy. It's all laid out. It makes it so simple. The food is so, so good. I've learned to cook so many new things, and it's so fast. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Pineapple16 and use code Pineapple16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Pineapple16 and use code Pineapple16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts.
0: Oh, you know, another good joke that I like from that episode too was (laughs) when we pulled up in the Blueberry and you all were walking on the street. Yeah. Sean said something about the policeman's ball. (laughs) We're
2: taking donations for the policeman's ball. (laughs) classic, we don't have balls.
0: (laughs) Oh gosh.
2: (laughs)
1: funny that one got me too. that's i feel like we were we were cooking we were cooking <laughs> by now by, by this episode we were cooking oh, i also have <laughs> noticed in the rewatch tim like and we did another one in this like it's a 4h 1112 we made up yeah. these codes all the blanked. time yeah. for where <laughs> we had to be it would be like oh i just got a call about a 4h 1112
0: what, that what? Is 4, nothing 4h 1112 <laughs> in one week be something in the water you know, that means nothing.
1: And I think we made them up on the spot half the time. 9-11, that is hilarious. 27. There's a 9-11, 27. 9-11-22. That's <laughs> three. <Yes>. Like, what? <laughs>
0: yeah, we just...
1: It was our only way to exit scenes, because otherwise, why would we leave crime scenes and leave to, to, Sean and Gus there? We had to have another place to go.
0: That is funny. The, the four,
2: it's, a, it's a 4-11. 4-11. 4-11. <laughs> 4-11.
1: we should look oh, those Garrett up
2: Lasser got to go we should right. actually
1: do a podcast tim where we look up all of the codes that we made up over time and see what they actually mean
0: that would be funny that would be really to see what funny. they actually mean like that's what we were heading <laughs> to <laughs> that's what it was uh, uh. oh that's
1: so good um Boy. oh my gosh oh it's so fun i i this is it's so good um all right, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna go do another fan question here for us. Okay, okay I love all of Carlton's tie shirt combos. Oh, they like your uh, they like your wardrobe, Tim. Mm, yes. Uh Oh, thanks. In the episode, did Tim ever have any input on his wardrobe or the cast in general? Well, we've kind of answered that, but um, we yeah, know
0: that Maggie uh, did not. That's how I've gone back. Yeah,
2: I did find that one point go none because I'm such a weird fit. My arms are super long, like none of the suits fit me right. So they. They eventually, season one started making my suits, and then they still didn't fit right.
1: <gasps> Wait, but um, look at that. Yeah. why?
2: Uh, just it was just sort of they just didn't really fit that well. He's a cop; he doesn't have to have super good suits. It wasn't until later when they started getting like really good
0: suits. Oh, maybe yeah, so which might you- have
2: fallen off a truck and in my somewhere. Car yeah, <laughs> maybe.
0: You, you can neither confirm nor deny. You can neither confirm nor deny. I don't even know what you're talking about, I? You see it? <laughs> you see? You
2: see? I you feel see. like over time
1: everybody got way more into their like you know uh, having a having a, a vote style. Thing. Yeah. I mean,
0: well, here's the thing: I was think when I watched the episode and I compared that to Psych Three, like the movie. I'm like, wow, we've come a long way on the fashion side. <laughs> we've all you know, Sean, Gus, Lassie, Jules, mm-hmm. Chief Vic. We've all. Come a very long way. And look at I mean Corbin's hair. Corbin's hair now. Oh
2: my God. <laughs> he hated that synthetic thing
0: so much. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They really they did a number on you there, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: was
0: just, I was like, wow.
2: Of those those suits that may or may not have um fallen off the truck, mm-hmm. they're all they're all tailored so. So smelly. I mean, because I was super thin at the time. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't fit into any anymore. You that's, see, that's I don't fit. In that, that's the great tragedy
0: <laughs> of it all. Like that's the uh, the time capsule of it all. When you go back and you look, you uh, here's a little here's a little insight. You can see a a not so good makeup job when we're up there in the roof. Yeah. And if you have on that T shirt, if you look, you'll see my tattoo starting to shine through on my arm.
1: Really? I have a tattoo
0: on my left arm.
1: By the way, and that like kind of pink pinkish shirt you were wearing
0: yeah that was
1: very cool I was like Gus looks cool he looks yeah I mean, it was like a nice that was a good color on you I it actually stood out to me as like oh this is a really good look so but I missed the tattoo completely
0: yeah you you can see it there you're like oh I can see it right there I can see it um, and the other thing that I, I I remember too was the belt I had a belt on when we first were investigating with the temperature gauges and everything I had this whole belt oh, around yeah, my seat oh
1: yeah.
0: yeah like a work belt like yeah, and I kind of remember getting it and not really knowing what I was going to be doing in the background of of this scene and just kind of <laughs> trying to find, <laughs> find stuff to do. Like measuring or your ghost hunting gear. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which is a little bit of a foreshadowing of here's Lassie. Because by the time yeah, we but... here's Lassie comes, we come, we come geared up. We're ready to go. Yeah, we're filling Ghostbusters in that one. hmm Sure enough. Now I can't remember in Here's Lassie. Does Sean believe that there's possibly ghosts? Or is there like are we just
1: I feel like he's starting to because everything that's happening is so unexplainable. Mm-hmm. I don't know though. I don't know. What is how does he explain that away?
0: You all get there, you know what I mean? And oh you'll yeah, to answer that question. Because it'd be interesting to see like where he where he grew to from this episode where he's like, No, there's there's no ghosts. They're not he's not haunted to get into that episode to see where things go for him. Well,
1: speaking of your scream cry that Chris and uh, Steve did not like, <laughs> uh, in Scary Sherry, uh, you when you guys um, run out of the sorority house, I feel like Sean's a little bit of a believer then. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he runs screaming...
0: <laughs> yeah even though that's you true. leave
1: him there he is true. he is genuinely scared, scared ah. yeah, but
0: that's true that's so maybe true.
1: maybe gus rubs off on uh sean a little bit too and uh oh, yeah in making him believe there's so many there's so many
0: episodes but man. i'm gonna have to i'm definitely gonna have to come back for some more because there's so many different episodes to talk about so many memories to go through dule anytime
1: you know, we want you for all of them so easy. just anytime we'll we're just so happy to talk to you it's so fun you
2: just and you're just so busy making a hit television show in Atlanta right now no, no man man look to show what a great actor Dulé Hill is so to go from playing Gus who is always so um like screaming at the top of his lungs and so <laughs> perturbed where in real life Dulé Hill is the most chill man I have, I think I've come across no no one exu- uh, mm. maintains the constant chill of Dulé Hill And so now that you're, it makes sense, you're playing, you're playing this guy on, on one of your Seuss catchphrases, be cool, be cool, be cool, cool. but
1: it's actually true. I
0: appreciate it, man. I do.
1: There's a lot of, there's a lot of crazy that happens on, on sets that, and it can, it can be wild. And I'll say that even for life too. I mean, we've, we've all been through so much together and Mm -hmm. you do, you do speaking to that sort of positivity as well. Like you do stay cool, you stay calm and you stay positive always. Always, you
0: know, that's I I try my best to do it because there's only certain things in life that you have control over. You know, because things happen. It's like that. So far outside of your control, you have control over how you react to things. I try my best to not be a reactor. I don't always succeed at it, but I try to. Like, for example, one of my things is is, is like when I walk into a room, I try to be a thermostat, not a thermometer.
1: Hmm. I, and you you do that, dule. You can set, you can reset it. You reset that's what I try room. to do. Yeah.
0: Instead of being like, well, the temperature is hot in here, so I'm gonna be hot. No, we're gonna bring in some cool breeze. Or if it's cold, let's warm it up a little bit. <laughs> because that's what a thermostat does. You know what I mean? That's like something that's always been in my mind. That's what I try to do, is because that's what you have control over. I have control over how right. I react to things. Right. It's not always the easiest, but I do have control over whether I'm calm, whether I'm kind, whether I'm Welcoming, yeah. I have control over that, or if I want to be if I just want to walk right by you and not say anything, I have control over that.
2: I was gonna say, is that from your mom? Because we've met your mom several times. She oh. came to visit on set. Mm-hmm. Your mom is so lovely, and so ultimately, ultra chill, like you are.
0: Yeah, I man. I, th- I think some of it is from like my parents and my upbringing. I and think and both your parents are lovely. Yeah, I think you know, I think I'm not I couldn't, I can't tell you exactly where it's from. I, I just think some of it is. I, I really, here's the thing without getting too morose about something i lost my best friend when i was 15 years old
1: he mm. died unexpectedly
0: and the, the suddenness
1: i never uh, yeah, my, either, yeah either. My,
0: my best friend has hassan tatum he was uh he was one of the tap dance kids it was myself Savion glover and hassan Tatum,
2: oh who gosh. all started
0: together and hassan was uh, shot and killed in the bronx back in 1990. uh and he was supposed i was doing a show at the Minsk Golf Theater. A show called Black and Blue, uh, which now has the Lion King playing there.
2: Wow! So, Actually, so, I saw
0: Black and Blue. will see. I was I was under studying that show, and then I was one of the you know one of the leads of this art, one of the cast members of the show. Side note: I know how to get underneath the theater, the, the seats inside the Minskoff Theater. If anybody ever wants to know. Good. Because I would be there as a kid, and I I know every nook and cranny of the Minnesota Golf Theater. Maybe we'll do a separate so mini saying.
1: podcast, and we'll we'll release the we'll release those instructions. Right? You know what
0: I'm saying? I know exactly how to get underneath and look up at the people's seats. I'm just saying, you know, not that I'm a weirdo or anything. I just I was a kid at <laughs> kid in sure, theater. Sure, sure, sure. But I Hassan was supposed to come come down to the theater one day, and he ended up not coming. So I was like, I'm gonna put him on ice. I'll talk to him in like a week. Mm. You know, and then another friend of mine. Came by my house and spent the night. My friend Garth and he, you all know, you all know Garth. Of course, he came I know by Garth very well. and he came and spent spent the night at my house. And he was like, "How's the sound?" I was like, "Man, that was supposed to come to the theater last week," and he didn't come. You know, in the middle, you know, we were trying to. I was sleeping on the floor, and three times that night, Garth said, "I think you should call Haas.
2: Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: "Garth, enough. I'll call him next week. I'll call him next week. It's fine." Next week, it never came. Mm-hmm. A few days later, he was shot and killed, and he was gone it's affected me so much because I just took for granted moments. I took for granted that, oh, I'll see him again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and I always stay with me of like, of putting things in perspective because this could always, you never know when this moment could be our last moment. So why am I, I have a choice now of whether I want to be cold. I have a choice whether I want to be rude. And if this is the last time I interact with anybody, what type of energy am I trying to leave with them?
2: Hmm.
0: That's why I always try to, I mean, don't get me wrong. I get offended. I get hurt. I get mad. I get angry. I try my best to rise above that and say, and give positive energy. Yeah. You know, know, and oftentimes oftentimes when people are, people react in ways that are unpleasant, it has less to do with you and more to do with what's going on inside of them. Yeah. So instead of me just reacting to that and then adding onto it, I try to come at it a different way, you know? We Dulé. should call this yeah. episode Do They Drop in Wisdom. <laughs> like so, there we go.
1: I'm so sorry about your friend. Um, that's awful.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, people go through loss all the time. I think it's important to just take in moments. Yeah. Because moments are fleeting. Yeah. You never you never know. They're fleeting. And I think it, I mean, look, these last couple of years have definitely taught us that that you th- you think that this is how things always are, and all of a sudden the world just changes on you.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean it's like Come on, man, we gotta sit down and enjoy these moments. <laughs> because I will in say the end, that's all you have is the memory of it.
1: You walk your talk, if that makes sense. Like you, you actually are this person. You do what you set out to do. You show up with that always. Like you really do. And I, I think that is such a rare thing in people. And I I believe, you know, people are good and, and you really do that in everything in your family, at work, at the, with all of us. I mean, like, you really, you do.
0: Well, psychos, I say, don't don't believe a word she's saying, because when this <laughs> is over, I'm going to hang up the phone, I'm going to get off of this, and I'm going to leave them both hate messages. I'm going to send them, I'm going to curse them out on the voice memos. <laughs> like, no, you suck it, you suck it, you suck it, you suck it. <laughs>
1: he's not kidding. That's what's actually, he's going to call
0: us both after this. And you they- suck it, you suck it. <laughs> And now I gotta go because I got an H5293223. <laughs> another one?
1: Not <laughs> another one.
2: He's gonna go on the psych family family text thread and say, whatever you do, do not go on these goofballs um, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't
0: do it. Don't do it. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's so good. Um, this is a very cute question that I actually really want to ask you, Doulet. Did someone actually kiss Doulet's forehead or was it drawn on by makeup artists?
0: I think someone did kiss my forehead. Who? That's a, I mean, that's I a mean it, was a it wasn't drawn mark. on.
1: I, I actually don't think you could draw that. So I, no. I yeah. Aw.
0: Yeah. I wonder, was it Frank?
1: Oh, just to get the perfect outline because we have those Sean Visions. Yeah.
0: <gasps> it may have been Frank. It may have been Frank Whaley.
1: I I think you're probably right.
2: right. Uh, yeah, because
0: no like no one else would do it. Like it wouldn't make sense for anyone else to do it. <laughs> but Frank, and, you know. this poor
2: guest star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
0: now, yes, put this on and I'll kiss Duley's forehead. Here you go, <laughs> right there.
2: That's after before after he cried for twenty five minutes and
0: that. Scene. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> right. No,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think I think Frank did it.
1: Uh that's some good trivia. Um, Dulé, does Duley believe in ghosts
0: um i think there's another realm i do believe like you know energy is never uh what can i say you can never create or destroy energy it's always there yeah so i think there is another spiritual realm that that goes on and maybe maybe there's times that it could kind of cross over a little bit i think it's possible here's what i know i know that i don't know right you know and I i think it's important to know what what you have knowledge of and what you don't have knowledge of, and what is beyond your pay grade in terms of knowledge, and that whole world. I'm saying I'm, I wouldn't definitively say that there is no such thing as ghosts, you know, and I will never say that I ain't afraid of no ghosts either. <laughs> 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 I would not say that either. You know, what I like is like, ghosts, you stay where you are, I'll stay where I am, and all will be well.
1: <laughs> I'm, uh, that's very funny. I think I'm, I share your, I, am I share your belief in that i think too Mm -hmm. um we see lassie buying figurines for his ex but (laughs) this is very funny tim are you a figurine collector yourself
0: um i am not actually i've got a couple of funko's but i think you should like pick up a new hobby tim i think (laughs) you should pick up a new hobby and in psychos i think we should help tim almason with this (laughs) new hobby and we should start just sending tim figurines these are just things I'm thinking about. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, I did actually I inherited a bunch of my my mom used to collect hummels from Germany. So I have um I did inherit a bunch of her hummels.
1: I love so, that. There you go. Yeah.
2: Not that they're displayed anywhere because um I don't have any room in my house.
1: I don't know. We're gonna have to yes. dig them up, Tim. Yeah, see? We might have to dig them up and post them for this episode. <laughs>
0: And maybe add to and maybe add to the collection. Psychos, <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Dule is really into this idea you, for you. Tim, can you
0: see the tear the the the, the tear in Tim's eyes right now? He, <laughs> wish, he wishes he had more figurines. It's allergies. Yeah. Psychos.
1: If you need it, if you need to send Tim Amundsen a gift, send him some figurines.
2: Okay, we maybe. might need to cut this
0: part out the, <laughs> 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 the
1: Oh God, this is a good one. Um, who came up with you know that's right.
0: Uh, I did. That, that came from me because, like, some of my cousins and friends, like that was like a little joke. Mm. It was like a joke about like somebody's auntie or somebody would always say that. You know what I mean? They'd yeah. talking about, like, you know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that I just kind of <laughs> brought it to the, brought it to the show. I love it. So much of our bits were like that. Those stories or something from somebody we knew. Yeah, and I would just bring it into the world.
1: Dulé, do you have anything else you want to add about uh, who you're going to call or the episode or anything?
2: I do. I was going to say the, the figurines episode or the figurines scene where I'm buying those those figurines for uh, the ex. It's mm-hmm. the first time that um, Lassie and Hera really have a, a public tiff.
1: <gasps> I know. Mm. I noticed because that.
2: Because Lassie's so upset about what's going on but cannot express his – his he can't use his words to express his, his emotions.
1: So it it takes it out on 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 O'Hara a little yes. bit, but I also kind of love that it it at this point even I feel like we get each other enough that I know something is up. Like I don't take it too personally.
2: No, you totally give me the out on that.
1: I t- totally. Um, which is also a very uh, over time of a uh, sweet character thing between us. I feel like just because we we got each other, we get each other. I don't. I didn't love it but um but i also didn't take it personally
2: yeah yeah rather than okay. to f off you truly um you're trying to figure out what you try to ask you do actually ask who's something wrong
0: yeah and going like back to snarky. what i was saying before that was that's a prime example of what i was saying before when a lot of times when people are rude to you or have something along it's not has less to do with you Jules, and more to do with you lassie and what right. was going on inside of you right that's exactly what I was just talking about.
1: Exactly, it's literally I mean, the same exact all thing. All the
0: lessons you need in life are from Psych, everybody. All the lessons you need for life, just watch That's Psych. It's true. Come I feel on. like we should we should charge for this episode because there's so much <laughs> life listening. You know? This yeah, is it's really
1: like, a psychologist episode. The psychologist is really it really
0: is. In. Just watch Psych. Just watch Psych. All will be well. <laughs> you know. Um, Why don't we have um, yeah. yeah.
2: I just want to say, Maggie, you are podcasting the shit out of this one. Am I? I mean, yes, you are. Because you
1: are are. I think you're podcasting the shit out of this one.
2: I think we are podcasting.
0: The we
1: shit out of this. are podcasting the shit out of this.
0: I think the shit was up in there, <laughs> and now you all <laughs> both have like podcast the shit out. That's true. Oh, what oh, yeah, because this is
2: how we do it.
1: I can't do it. Is- <laughs> I'm going to let you do that today. <laughs> I can, And Tim, you guys can do it. You guys can make the hand motion and you can release what's up in there.
2: I just realized there's an emoji for that. There is.
1: Oh my God. I'm actually surprised this didn't turn uh, dirtier before now you see see? well this is
0: only this is only my first time here it's true it's it's like 132 episodes i'm just saying we have a some something like that yeah we have a long way to go
1: yes we do yes Yes. we do oh we'd be
0: very lucky if it's not your last buddy Oh no! I, I will be back most definitely. You know what I mean? Oh, most definitely. please,
1: please, please! And anytime you want, and anytime you can. And we love you so much. And this is always—it's just so fun to talk to everybody. It's just so fun to see you and talk to you. I mean, I know we're on Zoom, but like, it's been a little bit, and it's just great to see your face and and here. laugh, laugh like we do.
0: We need—we need more laughter in the world. Come we on do. now,
1: we do. We do.
2: you know—you know—I keep the scotch in my house, so there's something waiting for you when the next time you're.
0: Oh yeah, I'm coming. Here. I, I will be uh, in LA soon, and I will be stopping by the crib. Yes, yes, I will.
2: And
1: you'll both tell me when that is, and I will, uh, I will, I will pop in as well.
0: See oh yeah, faces. you
2: know that's right. going to say this. You there get no is. scotch without without bringing that Levi
0: boy. I see. Yep. Well, well, Levi, come on. <laughs> come on, we gotta, take. We gotta. We gotta take. a nap. You know what I mean? Come on, man, wake up, son. Come on, come on, come on. He actually really enjoys coming by you. I remember the first time he came by you you know he you held him in your in your arms and the second time he loved he loved uh lucy
2: mm-hmm. yeah maggie, you remember that i, was,
0: I was just telling maggie the other day that um
2: one of the last visits we had before lucy passed was you and levi mm-hmm. yeah yep. he
1: did tell me that yep
0: and levi just loved lucy he, he was all about lucy oh yep.
1: that's so yeah. cool lucy was the sweetest all of our families all of our animal families yeah, yeah. We've all been through so much you guys uh I get I, I, it blows my mind when I think about it um that's
0: the joy the joy of the journey though you know what I mean You get a chance to go through go through it all together yeah you know and it really is impressive that we're still also very close I thought these many years later from 2006 till now 2005 till now it really is a wonderful thing that we still all stay connected the way that we do and continuing to get get in those relationships get deeper I feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they grow. Sure the roots keep growing deeper. We've—I mean—we've had so much time together. We have so much history together. We've all been witness to so many things and important events in everyone's lives. And like we've—it's really wild. I feel so lucky to to know you guys. We're gonna keep this going. All right. I love you both.
0: But I do have an H5-star 22. So. No, we're
1: going to let you go. That's why I was like, yeah. you you Dulé's a busy man. <laughs> go watch more Psych. We know what you you're going to go to. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know,
2: you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much love
0: to you all, man. It's a pleasure joining you all. Look forward to the next time.
1: What an amazing episode. We love Dulay Seriously, can't wait to have him back for so many more Um, As you can see, all we do is giggle. I also love how when anyone ever talks about their audition with James, it's kind of the same story, which is that he goes off book and trips everybody up. Thanks again for listening to episode eight of The Psychologists Are In. Please keep messaging us on our Instagram, at The Psychologists Are In, our Twitter, at Psychologist Pod. We love hearing from all of you. We will see you next week with the incredible chief, Kirsten Nelson.